Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Claire Venice. And I'm Joff Lacey. Oh yay, oh yay, oh yay. Oh my, it's the Petersfield Town Cry-Off. In this week's Peapod. Peapod. If you love Petersfield, I love the square, the hangers, the open-air swimming pool, lots of fun shops, then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod with Claire Venice and Joff Lacey. Welcome to the Peapod. Thank you for joining us. Let it be known that on this day, January the 28th, 2023, at midday, the historic market town of Petersfield will appoint its first town crier. We'll speak to chair of the ancient guild of town criers, along with secretary of the guild, both town criers themselves, as well as the two contestants, preparing themselves for the cry-off taking place in Rams Walk shortly. We'll also hear from councillor Paul Milner and some of the judges of today's historic town cry-off. John Walker from the Peaceful Post has your latest news and Susie goes walking in the night. The P stands for Petersfield. It's like the best town ever. <laughs> the Peapod. Hello Claire, how are you? Hi Joff, I'm well thanks, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Let's paint the scene. We are in a busy Rams walk on a Saturday morning. Uh, there's going to be a lot of um, hubbub, love using that word, I know you do. in the background. So... Bear with us, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to be, join in, we think, with the town craft. You are, are you? Are we? <laughs> <laughs> you may be, Joff. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It should be a really interesting morning. It's quite a buzz here in quite town. Quite a buzz, morning. isn't it? The town it's it's coming to the end of January. There's lots of people about. Uh, we can see Clavio. We opened just for Christmas, really busy. It's, yeah, it's great fun. We're under the Petersil Town Council gazebo. And you've had a pie from Turner's Pies? I've had a pie from Turner's yeah. Pies. It was absolutely lovely. <laughs> Good <laughs> so, morning. Claire, were you tempted to audition for the town crier role? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not my thing, Joff. But were you? For about 30 seconds. Oh. Uh, but I've got so much on, you know, we've just done Panto, got other things lined up for the... I just haven't got the time. There were a number of people, though, Joff, I know, <laughs> who nominated you and well, said you should, you, should go, you should go for it. I actually had a message via Facebook from someone who lives in uh, Wallingford in Oxfordshire saying, Joff, this is right up your street. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, but, maybe. See, see how this town cry-off goes and uh, maybe in the future. Yeah, as I quieten things down... Outside of work, another thing. I may be interested. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Well, talking of Oxfordshire, mm. sort of slight link here. I know you're a big footy fan, Joff, aren't you? Football, not footy, Claire. Oh, sorry. That's fine. I know you're a <laughs> big football fan, Joff. Yes. <laughs> um, and you support Portsmouth. Yes. Now, I have heard from from a, a reliable source your father thanks dad <laughs> <laughs> that pompey have taken oxford's player coach as their he- new head coach and he's doing quite we've, well we've played 2-1-2 two, two. so a great start how does that feel though to uh, have a rival well, on your team i think as a pompey fan you're used to losing being miserable so we're, yeah we're a little a little bit more upbeat okay which is great good i'm not going to shout about it 
Claire in front of here, they might think I want to enter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be careful. Keep your voice down. Keep, keep voice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to hear from you. So if you have a story you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hi, please call or WhatsApp us on 01730 or you can email team at shineradio.uk. Coming up, we find out why Petersfield needs a town crier and what qualities the judges are looking for. But first, here's Joff with John Walker and your latest Petersfield news. Hello, John. How are you? Very well, mate. It's uh, nice to see we're back in our home venue. Our, our spiritual home. <laughs> so, John, what's happened in your world over the last seven days or so? Well, nothing much. <laughs> but in terms of what's happening around the town, probably still nothing much. <laughs> but, um, I see that the uh, statue in the square is still armless. The arm came off Sir Willie and... Uh, in June 2021, I think it was, at the Euros, just after the Euros, and still hasn't been replaced. At the time, Hampshire County Council said that they would do it as soon as they could. And here we are, 18 months later, and still no arm. Well, perhaps they've got other things to concentrate on, John. Like the upcoming election. I was going to say uh, car parking potholes and drains, but... Uh... Really? <laughs> Are there problems with those, Geoff? I can't believe you're saying that. Very briefly speaking of which, there's a hell of a pole up the causeway. Good God. Is there? <laughs> One of many. Indeed, John. And um, we both in our chats and in the post, we've covered potential building on the Festival Hall car park. I believe you've you had an interesting conversation this week. Yeah, I bumped into a very emotional lady who said they can't build on that car park because of the swimming pool, the Festival Hall, and by the end of her comments, was virtually in tears. Was that because it. she'd heard it via this? I Chop, believe she'd left... Don't take cheap shots with <laughs> cheap credit. Come on. <laughs> Might well have been. <laughs> but she did say, yeah, she said, after listening to you and Joff, she said she was so shocked she promptly um, had another sherry. Well, that's... Yeah, well, it's, it's obviously touched a nerve and um, quite a uh, quite an emotional topic. I think it is for a lot of people. I mean, particularly swimming pool people, they must be horrified at the thought of the uh, car park being built on because it completely isolates them. Yeah. And as I walked along this morning to meet you, uh, I walked along River Walk on Hearn Farm and I saw a build-up of, one might say, gunk because they put a foam barrier along the brook. Yeah, well, this is um, thanks to uh, diesel spillage in Aldi. If you look at uh, Aldi, they've got two big generators outside, which I suspect are there in case there's a power cut or they need more power. I don't know, might be for the freezer units um, but apparently there was a uh, quite considerable spillage of diesel that went into the stream uh, some people say that all you very slow off the mark to respond all says they're working with everybody including the environment agency to sort it out but i suspect that that was i'm fairly certain the stream that goes through along river walk is it yep. yeah, yeah is one of the things that this stream at the uh front of Tesco, uh, Aldi. Do you want to, should we just mention Marks and Spencer's Waitrose just to tick all the uh, uh, supermarkets in the well, town? Well, what I will say, while we're on the subject of supermarkets, there has been a shortage of eggs. Very much so. I was sent in to get eggs three days in a row. Not there. Which ones did you try? To be fair, I only tried Tesco's. Well, I went to Tesco's, Aldi, funnily enough, sliding on the diesel spillage as I went by, <laughs> and uh, I think I looked into town as well. I think Waitrose might have, so, but I actually went to, and here's a, I get about a bit, Budgeons at West Mean, had a shed load of eggs, but it is a rural, yep. I mean, so 
So I think the uh, the chickens are coming home to roost, Joff, <laughs> on the egg front. But going back to Aldi. Wine the diesel. Wine the diesel, yep. Yeah. So yeah, there was a spillage into the stream, and it's obviously... We, let's say that they reacted as fast as they probably could, but even so, it was going into the stream for a reasonable amount of time, which gave it time to get down to... And are we aware of the environmental effect at this present time? I'm stunned, Joff. <laughs> You actually sounded like somebody from the BBC then. <laughs> oh, no, Doc, we're not actually aware of the environmental impact at this moment in time. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's no fish in any of those rivers, I don't think. of any. I mean, it's not good, obviously, but there hasn't been like whole shoals of dead fish floating down the river. Um, it's just not a good thing. And there seems to be no actual explanation from Aldi about how it happened. So I don't know. John? Great catching up. You have a good week, and I will see you next Sunday. Hurrah! The Pizza Post is now out every Thursday, so please get one with your weekly shop or subscribe to the digital version. An unusual advertisement was placed last year calling for Petersfield residents to apply for a new role in town, and not just any role. The successful candidate will be employed by the town to make public announcements or proclamations as Petersfield's first official town crier. To tell us about how all this started is councillor Paul Milner. Hello Paul, how are you? Good morning, very well thanks. So, why does Petersfield need a town crier? Uh, well, as you know, that we've had quite a few rural events recently and the interest in uh, such things like the proclamations have been uh, quite interesting. But it partly came about because of uh, the small business fair where they started to advertise with a town crier and we saw how useful that was and the reaction we're getting from the public. So we thought we'd perhaps consider this idea again. And what's the response been like in Peterson? Very positive, I'm pleased to say. Um, it is an unusual thing. I think there's only about... Uh, 250 odd town criers nationally so it's quite a rare thing to have one I, we don't know that, that the town's really had one before certainly Petersville Town Council hasn't so this will be a first for us and what events do you see the town crier calling at well, officially, their, jo- their job is to proclaim for the council. And we're a small council. We don't have too many things to talk about, but we have a, a few. Um, but actually, the real value will be in uh, how they can help support uh, the local c- commerce and also uh, tourism and uh, charities. So when can we expect the first outing of our new town crier in Peterson? Oh, gosh, that's still to be arranged, but we'd like to be, like to be soon. Certainly, we'd like to have uh, the town crier suited and booted for the, the royal events in May. Um, and we'll be looking at our schedule very soon to uh, see what they can do. And what qualities are you looking for in the town crier? Well, quite a, a number of factors, really. But obviously, people think, you know, a, a loud voice, that's one thing. But in the old days, it was to be ability to read and write was, was the most important factor. But most people can do that. Now, I think it's more about engagement with the public, uh, perhaps being a bit social media savvy. Um, these people tend to be the most photographed in their town. Um, the tourists um, are very drawn to them. And it's a, partly a more of a marketing role more than anything else. So it's having that person who's got the right personality, the demeanour, engages with the public, but also can perform as, as you would expect. Were you tempted? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's quite a buzz on, in Ram's Walk this morning. It is, isn't it? Yeah, how does that feel? Because this is it's, obviously a moment you've been waiting for. It's lovely. I'm, I'm pleased that we've got good weather for a start and it's, it's reasonably warm. Um, we've got some, uh, for those who obviously can't see us, there's some very colourful characters. We're joined by the town crier royalty in the form of 
the chair of the guild, which is Mr. Christian Ashdown, all the way from Hazelmere. And uh, he's joined also by his secretary from the guild, uh, Jane Smith, all the way from Bognor Regis. Who's on the judging panel? Uh, well, the judges over there are the, um, some of the councillors. We've got uh, Councillor James Dean and we've got Councillor John Lees. Well, we'll be speaking to them later on. Paul, thank you for joining us. Enjoy the day. Thank you very much. And yeah, we can't wait to meet the winner. Lovely. Thank you. The P stands for Petersfield. I think it's an amazing place to live. The Peapod. Susie goes wild walking at night in Sheet. Here's an excerpt from her wild walk this week. This week's wild walk is hopefully um, less full of head cold. Um, I've still got this bad cough that apparently goes on for six weeks. And I was going to do a wild walk of a a starry night walk. Uh, And I've chosen tonight, and actually it's not very visible. There's a sort of mizzle that's come down from Scotland, so it's not very good at all. But I've decided I'm still going to do um, a walk around the village, because I haven't done that for ages So I'm actually, if you can hear the crunch, that's the crunch of our drive. And I'm leaving the warmth of my home and dryness. Um, That's the gate. I hope you're impressed with this. Past the recycle bin. Because I haven't done this for a long time. So I'm going to head up. Most of you will know this. I'm going up Inman's Lane. And I'm heading for the Queen's Head. Because I think there is nothing as inviting and wonderful as a pub, um, particularly when it's cold and miserable. And one of the things I absolutely love, it's like being on a train at night, it's actually walking past houses and being incredibly nosy and looking in at other people's lives. This road's rather busy, unusually busy. Um, I brought, I'm just passing the wreck it used to have lights going down I don't know what's quite happened to those it's very dark now but I usually bring the dogs up here just for a very last thing because it's such a long evening for them and we just I just chuck a ball around and that's quite good fun but I haven't been up here probably since Christmas day which is ridiculous Um, it used to be very different But we do have a kind of a dark sky policy, and I rather like that. So I was going to describe how wonderful it is to be able to see so many stars. The moon was beautiful last night. It was, I don't know if you noticed it, but it was just like a a fingernail, a very bright crescent moon. But you could actually see slightly the other side. It properly looked like a planet. So I'm rather aghast at the number of cars that are now parked even when we first moved into Sheets which was only four or five years ago there were virtually no cars parked around the green (coughs) Um, and now it's not I mean obviously it's pub opening but even when Richard passed the other day he said that there were loads actually parked there and uh, anyway there's nothing more welcoming than looking in peering in to a pub one of the things is again when we first moved in um we knew everybody who would be in there drinking and now i don't actually know that many 
I th- so I think a lot of the cars probably belong to them. So now I'm walking up to the lovely sheet sign and admiring the... Um, it's not even a half crescent. It's a properly round, beautiful wooden bench that's um, been put there for all our happy memories with the wonderful Will Glancy. And I love the idea. I don't know if anybody's started doing it yet, but I, I love the idea that we'll all go and sit on it. And if anyone sees somebody sitting there, you know they want company. You can hear the rest of this week's Wild Walk at shineradio.uk, along with all of Susie's other Wild Walks over the years. Coming up, we bring you the latest What's On Guide and speak to the town crier candidates. But before that, a little bit of town crying history. The Ancient and Honourable Guild of Town Criers was founded in 1978 and there are currently over 140 town criers registered in England and Wales. The position of town crier was originally a crier of the town court and can be dated back to Roman times. To tell us more, we're joined by Chair of the Ancient and Honourable Guild of Town Criers... Christian Ashdown. Hi, Christian. Hi there. How's it going? Very good. Thanks. You look splendid too this morning. Well, thank you very much. Yes, we're looking forward to a great day here in Petersfield as the town selects its town crier. So tell us more about the history of the town crier. Well, most countries had town criers because it makes sense. Illiteracy levels were high and therefore the town crier could come down with the news. Um, A lot of people did say the Normans invented it. They didn't, but they certainly used it. Uh, the heralds, as we saw this year, didn't we, with the proclamation of accession, uh, read out uh, their proclamations and it got filtered down to the towns and the town criers were there to tell to the people. And the Normans certainly used that with the Doomsday Book. They had to go and tell us, the Anglo-Saxons, what our Norman masters wanted to do. And so town, they used the town criers as a great fact. That's where oh yay comes from. It means hark, stop, listen. You sound very passionate about it. How long have you been involved uh, with town Well, I was being a town crier now in Hazelmere for uh, 12 years. I think it's 12 years. Sorry, 13 years now. Um, and I've been on the board of the Ancient Honourable Guild of Town Criers for about eight. Um, and recently, uh, the other year, I became the chair of uh, this uh, fantastic organisation, which is the oldest and largest body of town criers in the world. Well, it's interesting you say that because you also represent international town criers as well, don't you? There seems to be abundance of them in Canada and also Australia. We also have ones in New Zealand and we have a couple of guys in Bermuda. What qualities do you look for in a town crier? Well, it's not necessarily just having the loud voice and commanding. I think it's a bit of uh, it's a bit of a meter and greeter. We've all probably seen um, a Troy Hawk as he greets people going in <laughs> the comedian. Ex- he's absolutely excellent. Yeah, I love so, it. So that's the sort of thing on a day-to-day basis. If, if you're walking around town, you don't always have to proclaim. You can go around, talk to people, tell people, sell them the town, tell them what's going on, and actually you can convey more information that way. Um, there's other things as well apart from proclaiming. For example, I'm heavily involved with the um, Remembrance Sunday, so when we finish at church I lead the parade down from the church to the war memorial and I've got to get my timings right once it goes in there I give the nod for the uh, two minute silence after the last post and then I organise the wreath laying as well so it's not just all about proclamation and opening uh, opening fairs and whatnot. sounds like a full time job for you it, it can be. I mean, the Chester Town Crier, David Mitchell, who's written a brilliant history book on uh, town criers, um, but he actually is employed by Chester Town Council by doing a proclamation at the Midday Cross. Now, there are two candidates today in Petersfield who are competing to be the town crier, one man and one woman. The first female town crier we had here in England was a lady called Mary Blaker. She took over from her husband, Albert, went off to the war, 
Uh, he came back from the war and she stood in for him. However, she didn't relinquish the post and, stayed, and carried on being the town crier there. But in Scotland, uh, there used to be a lot of female town criers. Uh, but the Scots don't seem to keep it on again. But no, there's about, we're currently on the guild, we've got about 15 lady town criers. So it'd be good to get another one in there. But, you know, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to sort of let the councillors uh, decide who's, who's the best one. Christian, thank you very much for joining us. Enjoy your day here in Petersfield. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you very much. It's getting close to the midday cry-off and the two town crier candidates have been warming up. Faye Thompson and Martin Johnson are both competing for the coveted role of Petersfield's first town crier. But they're not usually rivals. In fact, they're husband and wife. Martin Faye, welcome. How are you both? Oh, thank you very much. Well, I don't know whether I'm talking for Martin, but I'm extremely excited. I mean, he always says that I talk too much, so I ought to give a, have a go at being the town crier. So this morning was quite interesting. Um, a lot of our neighbours are having to wear ear defenders at the moment, um, which, is, um, it, which is rather fun. But they have a lovely smile on their face and they say, go on, Petersfield does need a town crier. So Martin, what's it like being in the house? Are you in separate rooms practising or are you practising together? Um, we have the garden. Right. <laughs> so um, my wife has the house, I have the garden. Um, but this is going to be great fun because for once my wife's going to be quiet and let me talk. Um, actually, I'm only joking about it. She's very lovely. Uh, and we've been having a lot of fun preparing for this. Uh, obviously, whichever us wins, we will support each other. But the fact that we have ended up being the, the only two candidates uh, has meant a little added interest to it. And we're thoroughly enjoying the occasion. And have you had to prepare your own speech or is it... Or has it um, been prepared for you? No, we, we have one that's been prepared, which my wife has been, been practising, Faye has been practising, bless her. Um, I've looked at it a couple of times. Um, that's me. <laughs> Do it on the day. <laughs> You're not going to wing it, are you, Warren? Me? Ever know me to wing anything, Joff? Um, and do you have a bell that you ring? Are you, have you been given your equipment yet? Yes, I've borrowed a bell and I've been using it at home by ringing it and saying, Martin, can I have a cup of coffee? <laughs> Um, it's been very useful. I mean, we, we both met on a blind date and I thought it'd be funny if I said to him, well, I'm wearing the town crier's costume. And then he said, so am I. So we thought we'd um, chime along together. And I think that rings a bell, don't you? Um, we just wondered if anybody's got any rings. <laughs> well, on that note... On that note, Faye, Martin, good luck. Best of luck to you both. Uh, we look forward to... One of you town crying throughout the town. Thank you. And shout it out for Radio Shine. (laughs) The Peapod Events Guide. What's on in the Petersphere? The Beedale's Rock Show will take place on Wednesday the 1st of February, Thursday the 2nd and Friday the 3rd at the Beedale's Theatre from 7.30pm. Tickets are from £17.50 and more details can be found on Beedale's Events website. The Cube in Borden is hosting a comedy club at The Shed on Wednesday the 2nd of February from 8 until 10pm. Tickets and more details are on The Cube's website. There's an evening with Rebecca Stevens, MBE, at Church's College on Friday the 3rd of February, organised by the Peacefield Walking Festival. This fundraising talk from a local inspirational adventurer will start at 7.30pm and further information, including tickets, can be found from the Peacefield Walking Festival. And also on Friday the 3rd of February, Homestart Butzer sees the start of celebrations for their 25th anniversary at a quiz night in Berriton Village Hall. 
From 7 for 7.30, tickets are £15 per person with tables or teams of six. There will be a ploughman's supper included in the ticket price too. There will also be a bar and a raffle. Book early to avoid disappointment via office at homestart-butzer.org.uk. If you'd rather stay in, there's always your local radio station, Shine Radio, to listen to. Available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There's a new episode of Talking Books to listen to. This month, Susie Wilde and Tim O'Kelly discuss what's new in the literary world. You can listen to Talking Books and more at shineradio.uk, bringing you also a brighter mix of great music, local news and information. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk. From the 18th century, town criers traditionally wore clothes to impress with a red and gold coat, breeches, boots and a tricorn hat. Let's find out what our town crier will look like from Secretary of the Guild and Bognor Regis town crier, Jane Smith. Hi, Jane. Hi, good morning. You're looking splendid this morning. Can you describe what you're wearing, please? So I'm head to toe in purple and gold, and it's a regal purple because we are a Regis at Bognor Regis. So uh, I am wearing a Regis purple. Uh, it's stunning. I think it's a technical term Thank for you very that. Much. It's almost lost the words. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. So, Peaceful's going to have its first town crier. What would we expect them to be wearing in the events over the coming year? Well, it really depends on what um, what Peters feel would like their town crier to look like, and if they want um, to put their own edge on their um, livery. So, um, I mean, if the town has specific colours that they use, it can be made of the of those colours, or those colours can be used in their livery. So, I mean, it really just depends on um, how historical they want to be as well. So, it's up to them, really. Did you have a say in your outfit then? What you wanted it to look like? Um, uh, I did actually, indeed, because um, the the way that I actually got my post was um, actually to make the livery for whoever the town crier was going to be, um, and funnily enough, it ended up being me. <laughs> Just fitted right. So how Perfect. long have you been the town crier of Bognor Regis? Uh, so six years this year. So uh, and uh, so, I'm still one of the new kids on the block because we have some that have been in the business for like 50 years, man and boy. So uh, yeah, so I'm still a bit of a Bit of, a, bit of an upstart. Is it a job for life? Absolutely, yes, if you want it to be. Wow. Yep. And how frequently are you called to, to cry in the town? Um, so during the summer months, obviously, it's a bit busier because we have lots of things uh, that the council runs. So our job is to support the council run events. So, um, so yes, obviously, that's a busier time of year. And then you come down to sort of, you know, like the, 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 the close of events at Christmas with the lights turn on and things like that. And, um, and then we have a, a couple of quiet months and then it all starts off again in about March. So, yeah, quite busy. And aren't more and more towns getting town cries, or is it still quite a, a um, rare thing to well be done? Well, we had a, we had an influx of town cries last year because of the jubilee. Um, so, uh, and hopefully, those town cries will continue to stay in post, uh, not just for last year, and will continue to do their job. So, yeah, hopefully, yeah, we've had uh, quite a few new ones coming in. And what are you what are you looking forward to most today? Today, um, seeing the um, the possibility of of having new town criers, so um, seeing how they perform, and uh, and yeah, I mean, I think Petersfield will absolutely lend itself to a, a town crier and um, a splendid one, hopefully for you. Excellent, Jane. It's been lovely to meet you. Thank you very much. No worries. So you're very welcome. Thank you. Making the final judgment today are a number of judges from the town council. Hello, we have got John Lees and James Dean. Are you excited? Are you looking forward to this? Uh, absolutely. 
absolutely. As far as I know, it's the first time the town has ever had a town crier. And it's wonderful. We've got some competition as well. And you're really looking forward to this. And I congratulate the contestants. They've got wonderful uh, costumes. And I think everyone's going to be delighted when we, when we announce who the winner is. So what are you both looking for in the town crier? Yeah, we're looking obviously for sustained volume and clarity in delivery. We're looking at diction and inflection and the flow. Presentation engagement is obviously very important. And of course, um, we're looking at somebody who's got a bit of fun in them. We are literally minutes away. There is a crowd gathering, isn't there? What are you hoping our town crier is going to bring to Petersfield? Well, it, it's, it's a market town. And traditionally, of course, lots of market towns had town criers. And it's wonderful, I think, that we're maintaining that sort of market concept of the town. And it just sort of lifts the whole town up. They'll be able to announce important things in the town, such as new shops or hospitals or special occasions. And it just sort of brings the town together, I think. It makes a better community. And are you hoping that the, some of the residents of Petersfield gathered here today will voice their opinion too in the, in the judging? Uh, residents normally voice the opinion after the event, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so, yes, we'll look forward to comments. And uh, obviously we'll review things as they go along, but I'm hoping this is going to be a real success story. John, James, thank you very much for joining us. Good luck with your very important job. No thank you very much. All the best to Shine Radio. On to the contest. Okay. Anyone, I lost it, Jeff. <laughs> Ladies first. The bell on the floor is yours. January 28th, 2023, 
at midday in the historic town of Petersfield in Hampshire will appoint its first town crier. Such a person will be of good local standing representing the venerable town of Petersfield with pride, honour and civility, promoting not only the proclamations of the town council, but also the good works of local charities and commerce. They will give a cheerful welcome to visitors and guests of the town alike. They will do all these things with good grace and a generous countenance, befitting their noble status and as a friend to all who think well of Petersfield. God save the King! Hooray! Hooray! Fantastic. Right. So, both contestants have performed. What do we think? Shall we try and influence the vote, the vote for the, the judges? Who's, who's up for Faye? Give me a cheer if you want Faye. Give me a cheer if you want Martin. Give me a cheer if you'd like both. Okay, did you get that? Do you need any more time? You ready? Okay. Thank you very much, and well, what can we say about this? You're the first time Peacefield's had two potential town criers, and I ought to give them a really big cheer and a thank you. Yeah. The, the fact they're married doesn't complicate things, I'm told. Anyway, I've, we've, got a, um, we've got an assessment here. Sustain volume and clarity, dictation and inflection, presentation and engagement. I think when we look at both of them, they've both done extremely well. Yeah. However, however, uh, the, I think the assessment between myself and Councillor Dean is that uh, there's one who just picked the other one to the post, purely or mainly because of their dictation and reflection. And I'm very pleased to say that Faye has won. Well done, Faye. Peter would like to present the bell. I have great pleasure in having a microphone, not um, and I present this bell to the winner. Please, please applaud it. And that's it for this week's Peapod. Thank you for joining us. Thanks also to our guests, Councillor Paul Milner, Christian Ashdown, Faye Thompson, Martin Johnson, Jane Smith, the judges, John Walker, Susie Wilde, and the Shine Radio team. So from Joff and I this week, bye. bye. A local job in care could earn you up to £39,000 a year. Join us at the Signature Recruitment Fair in Hindhead to find out more about jobs in care, hospitality and catering. We'll be at Signature at Moorlands on Friday the 10th and Saturday the 11th of February. Visit us in person or apply online at wakeuptobetter.com. Salary based on a 48-hour week at £16 an hour.